Okay, we are live. We are episode thirty. Episode thirty, and、of、today we're talking about friends. I thought、yeah. we were talking about hands. We're talking about friends. Friends. Gotta fucking okay. Let's scratch all the notes I took about hands. Hands. Glad we、uh, prepared. Well, if you spoke English a little more clearly, son, maybe I could understand you. Friends, yeah. Let's talk about those things. Yeah. By the way, this is our、uh, last episode in Thailand. Last Finally, episode. Yeah.、Um, Today is Saturday, eleventh.、Uh, tomorrow we're 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 headed to Phuket for my fight,、uh, which takes place on Monday next day. And Tuesday we come back here in Anna, and、um, that's it. The next day on Wednesday we are flying to Bangkok and from Bangkok to home. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy that we've already arrived to the end of this destination.、Mm-hmm. I I went by so quick. Yeah. When we got here, basically March second or first. Around there sometime, and now it's the middle to the end of June. Yeah, but it was a good experience, and while we didn't make any Thai friends, did we? Other than、I、the th- gym so, coaches,、yeah. uh, the coaches, and、um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, come on, come on. What about Coco House? Coco House, yes.、Uh, they they make us feel at home, right? Yeah. Very good.、Um, the Coco House is well. That's not the name of the restaurant, but It's right next to, or, or just part of it. This restaurant is next to、uh, Coco House, which is a、uh, lodging、yeah. um, facility, and、uh, they're really good to us. And their specialty is specialty、mm-hmm. special. I'm sorry, yeah. Their specials daily are, are amazing, right? Phenomenal. So、yeah. we go there. I mean, we just walking distance. We walk there after getting stoned. <laughs> <laughs> True, <laughs> yeah,、wow. and, and you know they're so kind, you know, very so, kind.、Yeah. I mean, it's also nice because every time we go by, you know, they wave, we wave, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see the same faces, same familiar、yeah. people. So yeah, there's some friendship, maybe not as deep of、yeah. a friendship as obviously like you and I have. But this is the cool thing about friends is that you can have so many different shades of gray、yeah. across the spectrum of friendships. I mean,、sure. there's a vast array of varying relationships, but、mm-hmm. they all fall under the umbrella of friendship. Yeah, I think there's some danger in not having enough definitions of the type of friendships.、Mm-hmm. I think the reason we don't have any words to describe those relationships is because they're just too nuanced to、mm-hmm. describe effectively. But I think we've all had our fair share of great friends, bad friends.、Mm-hmm. You know, friends that we would say are closer to acquaintances,、mm-hmm. but we know them or we're more friendly with them. So we'd say, yeah,、oh, yeah, friends with them. But for you personally, what do you think it is to be in a friendship?、Uh, rephrase that question, please. <laughs> what、mm-hmm. constitutes a friendship or relationship? Well, well you would say that's my friend. It depends on the you know the type of. Friendship that you have, like you、mm-hmm. just said, you know, there are、uh, many types of friendship. Where at least we,、uh, maybe it's not intentional, but that's that's just a fact, right?、Mm-hmm. Because you have 
number of friends, and some of them you call them your best friends, some of them、mm-hmm. you call them just friends, you know. Some of them you just say, "Oh, I just know that guy," you know, whatever, right? Yeah. So、um, maybe we don't really be strict about what friendship is, but we sort of have that spectrum of friendship, you know. Yeah.、Um, but to me, when when you know when I'm asked a question like that. Um, to me, that refers to only friends, like friends, friends, you know.、Yeah. And、um, for me, we actually briefly talked about this the other day. That why friendships, the good friendship, real friendship, is different from like romantic relationship in a way that、uh, friendship can last for last for a long time、um, in comparison to romantic relationship. On average, obviously, right? I mean, I, I know a lot of people who. Who can date someone like for ten years,、mm-hmm. something like that? Very、right? impressive. Yeah, a track record of long-term relationships only. But on average, it is true that friendships last longer. And I think one of the reasons is that、uh, between friends, you don't really have expectations. At least in in a good friendship, right? Yeah.、Um, like we're friends. I don't do things. For you, because I expect something in return, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times in romantic relationship,、um, is the nature. Unfortunately, could be. I'm not saying it is always. It could be very transactional. You know. Yeah.、Um, I do this, therefore I expect you to do this as well. You know. But in friendship, yeah, sometimes there are things like that.、Um, but it's more of a,、um, you know. Non-important things, you know. Yeah. Like they're not what constitute the yes, majority of、yes. that relationship. It's just a, like the small element that could be there, but it's not the major part of the friendship, you know.、Mm-hmm. But in romantic relationship, I think a lot of times that the nature is transactional, you know.、Mm. Hey, I don't go out, you know, party at a club. On a Saturday night, whatever. I, I don't want you to do it either. You know,、yeah. like、things like that, right? I, I, I don't. I mean, let's not just go further than that. But <laughs> things like that. I mean, it's transactional. You know. Yeah. So you'd say one of the biggest differences、mm-hmm. between a romantic relationship and a、mm-hmm. a platonic friendship would essentially be the expectation and kind of projecting our values on somebody else.、Mm-hmm. I think. Typically in friendships, you're more understanding. You、mm-hmm. kind of give this person、yeah. more flexibility to be who they are.、Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, they have their own set of values.、Mm-hmm. Doesn't really affect mine too much.、Yeah. And you're able to live in that middle ground there. Whereas for whatever reason, it seems like more oftentimes than not, romantic、mm-hmm. relationships, you're trying to be closer to the ideal.、Mm-hmm. Relationship in your head, you know, closer to in line with your thoughts and your ideas,、mm-hmm. and it is almost this kind of transactional thing. I treat you with love;、mm-hmm. you treat me back with love. Yeah, you know, I respect you, and of course, that word resembles so many different circumstances. Yeah, because for one person, you know, treating somebody with love could be, oh, hey, I thought of you, so I bought this at the store, and、yeah. I saw it, and I thought of you. Whereas for somebody else, that may not be an act of love; that might be. Mm-hmm. Representative of something else entirely. Yeah. So I do think initially going into the relationships, they're set up very differently, and almost to fail or succeed. I feel like there's、mm-hmm. a way more pressure on a romantic relationship、yeah. than a friendship, which is why they oftentimes fail.、Mm-hmm. 
that and i think the criteria for your romantic relationship is usually yeah. um i don't know if i'd say for people it's more strict on mm. average yeah but i think they have the illusion of keeping a tighter knit. yeah yeah of course i think so i think yeah. on average that is very true you know like when you you know when you pick a person um to become your boyfriend or girlfriend you know like you 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 know look at a lot of things you know appearance uh behavior you know, things like that well i'm glad you started with the most important one there appearance yeah. because if not <laughs> well i personally do not care about it <laughs> i don't but, care if you're attractive i just care if uh-huh. i'm attracted to you you know <laughs> yeah so like there are this you know things that you look at right when you um pick a girlfriend or boyfriend but between friends, when you make a friend, um, like you don't really think about it. No. I don't care how, how you look. You know, I don't care how much you make. You know what I mean? Like, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't would matter. You, would you say almost that a friendship is built upon not uh, – it's not dependent upon a preconceived mm-hmm. notion, yeah. which is why you develop a friendship. Right. You come in with no expectations. Yeah, exactly. And you happen to be mm-hmm. friends. You're yeah. like, oh, shit, we get along. Right. Whereas I feel like a lot of people, when they're looking for a romantic partner, girlfriend, mm-hmm. boyfriend, significant other, whatever you want to call it, oftentimes they're entering these interactions with people and trying to size them up to say, will this person fit in the box that I want to be for yeah. a romantic partner? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, friends, you just don't have that kind of expectation. You're just like, yeah. friends are the people you meet along the way and you happen to get along. Whereas people think romantic partners are... Mm-hmm. people i choose and select and they fit in my box and that's why we get along together yeah which like i said before mm-hmm. i think that sets us up for disaster i think friendships in my personal experience have been the hands down most valuable mm-hmm. thing i've had for sure i think friends make life yeah. worth living and without them i don't think i'd want to to mm-hmm. live not to say that i couldn't but i don't think there'd be as much joy right friendship just adds such a neat deeper layer and complexity yeah. to reality for me personally i find a yeah. lot of joy in that i think it's hard because i know a lot of people that don't have these friendships yeah or they've never had really good friends so they kind yeah. of don't understand necessarily what they're missing out on i don't like to say mm-hmm. that people are missing out on things but what a unique thing you can have when you have a deep relationship with somebody you know? yeah it becomes it can become something else entirely. Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, funny enough, I went to the other day, so we stopped, you know, to get the edibles and things like mm-hmm. that. Or I did when you were training. Yeah, she was like, "Where's your your friend, your brother? You know, your brother, mm-hmm. brother or friend? Yeah, we're obviously we don't look like we're related. Yeah, but I thought that was cool because they see us all the time. Like, oh, your brother. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, we've actually lied. About it, remember? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> totally believable <laughs> uh, yeah it's just fun Jamel where yeah. would you say has been the most difficult place for you to make friendships because I think there's a lot of people mm-hmm. I don't know if they're listening to this right now but a lot of people have issues making good friendships and relationships mm. so I don't know maybe to somebody out there listening is there any advice you would you would give or maybe some information as to um 
I I think it's just uh, yeah, it, it would be, it would be very general advice that I give to people. Um, you know, just like making a friend or you know a romantic partner. I think the very first step that is most important is to be genuine. You know, um, and another thing. Um, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, don't make the relationship transactional, you know? Well, I mean, I said earlier that friendships are different in that, but I, I, I also know that there are some people who, you know, have, you know, we know exactly what we're talking about. There are some people who make friends uh, that are transactional, you know, yeah. just purely based on transactional, um, you know, need. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, you're you're my friend just because I need something from you. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, those kind of friends could be beneficial to you, uh, but I don't. To me, that's like a waste of time. You know, because I don't want to interact with anybody who, um, with whom I know for sure that I can be genuine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can make friends in any way you want, but I think without uh, being genuine, I think it's hard to make a good friend. I think so, too. Yeah. I think this kind of runs back into what Mm. we talked about in the last episode. Ideology is that if you build a house with the wrong foundation. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't come in genuine. You come in giving the person what they want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, eventually you're going to build this house tall enough and you realize, oh, it's yeah. leaning over. It's going to fall over. This wasn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be damage. Just because you didn't show up mm-hmm. and arrive as a genuine person. Yeah. And that's it's very difficult to be genuine initially, right? It's something you learn. Yeah. It's a skill set you develop mm-hmm. where you can realize. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm genuine. I'm being ingenuine. Mm-hmm. And it's totally fine to take time to navigate Mm -hmm. those emotions, especially when you're developing friendships, because it is a lot of trial and error. You don't really know necessarily how you're going to feel about bending your identity or who you think you are, who you say you are a little bit until you do it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, sometimes you go too far one way and you've Mm got to bring it back a little bit so that Mm -hmm. person can actually see you and know you and they have to do the same thing. I think that's what makes a friendship so beautiful is that we understand that about each other. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of give each other room to grow mm-hmm. and then come back and be like, Oh, we're still cool. Like, even if you're different, mm-hmm. I'm slightly different. Like our relationship's good. Yeah. And that to me is like an extremely beautiful thing Yeah, because again, there's so many of these relationships that we have in our lives, whether mm-hmm. they're, you know, your employer or maybe your employee, maybe they're your wife, your spouse, mm-hmm. your partner. Um, Coworker, uh, we have all these relationships with human beings, and so few of them would work out if we were genuinely authentic. Yeah, because then we'd have to kind of set an expectation of ourselves and of others, mm-hmm. or you'd have to bend a little bit, right? I mean, yeah. there's something you just have to do in order to meet other people. So I think friendship is one of the few things in your life that can really offer you an avenue. Mm-hmm. of huge personal growth development true and let you understand without that kind of exchange of you know i do something for you, you do something for me mm-hmm. you can 
you can understand there's still something to be gained out of a friendship, even without that transactional mm. nature yeah. at the start. There's something much deeper. Yeah. You know, the gift of friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long have we been friends now? Um, Two, three weeks? Not not so long. <laughs> I mean, I think I, not that long, I think, right? 2014? Yeah, 2014. Eight years? About eight years. I don't have a headache right now for some reason. Oh, man. <sighs> You got a headache. You got to take medicine. <clears throat> Wait, you already took the medicine, didn't you? Yeah, like two hours ago, maybe three hours ago. Tylenol. Maybe it's time for uh, a round two. Maybe. I mean, but We're almost getting done with the short version here. We've only got a few more minutes to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can talk about our friendship um, from the beginning um, in the non-free version. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know about our deep friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I was going to say that uh, before we, you know, get into our friendship, I was going to say that, you know, friendship can be a very valuable thing in your life. I mean, it, it, that's the next good friends, right? I'm talking about good friends. I mean, that That's the next, the closest thing to your family or even better sometimes, you know, like the reason family is so great is that, you know, you feel home. You feel yeah. like you're home, right? I mean, that's the biggest thing. You feel comfortable. You can be yourself. You know they can touch your heart. You can talk about your you know hardships. You can talk about things that are um, um, that you don't want to reveal to other people. You know, like they know who you are. You know, yeah. and therefore you feel very comfortable. You know, yeah, yeah. In front of them, you can fully yourself yeah you know you can be expressive i think without the yeah the fear of retaliation mm -hmm. about you know yeah. maybe maybe there's a misstep in my expression but you're not going to punish me for it whereas yeah. so many other areas if yeah. you step out of line mm -hmm. fucking get right back in line mm -hmm. you know they'll make sure you know yeah and then like good friends another thing is that their friends can be judgmental uh about your behavior mm -hmm. decisions ideas whatever but really good friends you know, the good thing is that you don't care. You don't feel bad. You know, you don't feel offended when your friend um, judge judges you on something. You don't you don't feel offended if yeah. you really treat them like as a as a good friend, like a real friend. Yeah. Right. And then you sometimes welcome it. You you feel appreciative that yeah. you know your friend can see the flaws or things that you're not aware that they can point out that hey this is i think this is not something you should pursue or you know this is something that you should fix whatever yeah. like a genuine um advice yeah you know? like well you say it all the time yeah. that proverb that a monk can't shave his own head yeah I think there's a lot of there's a ton of truth to yeah that. yeah and that's also the beautiful thing about friendship because you come as who you are mm -hmm. and that other person in a true friendship they come as who they are mm -hmm. that you feel like okay this person knows me they see it yeah. So I can actually take their advice. Like their advice yeah. is valuable mm -hmm. because they know you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah. They're, they're not saying. stupid. They're actually saying things that very mm -hmm. well could add benefit to your life. Yeah. Or at the very least challenge the way you're currently tackling your life. Yeah. And 
like he just said, I that's where else can you get that in life without yeah. having to pay for it? Yeah. And then if you're paying for it, it becomes transactional. Exactly. And it might be something different. They mm-hmm. might be telling you what you want to hear because you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no benefit for me personally to mm-hmm. come to my friend and say, you know, hey, I see these areas, you know. Yeah. And then risk the relationship unless I genuinely care about the mm-hmm. person more than I care about even the friendship. Yeah. And no, even yeah. if you even you know even if you don't agree with your friend's judgment, you know you can at least genuinely talk about discuss it. You know, yeah, that's the greatest part. Without getting offended, without you know getting hit, it like that's different. Um, but anyway, uh, we are into twenty minutes in. We're twenty Ready? minutes in. That means get out of here, you freeloaders. It's time for our <laughs> Patreon members. All two of you. Yeah. Three of you, four of you, however many of you there are. Yeah, but thanks for tuning in uh, for this week. We'll see you uh, next week. In the U.S. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, we're back. We'll back to the paid members. Mm-hmm. Our best members. Our most vital members. It's because of you we can afford the plane ticket to leave Thailand. That's not true. And that's true friendship. Yeah, it doesn't even come close <laughs> to depicting the reality. <laughs> <laughs> to cover our spending here. <laughs> we have made. No We've spent a lot of money. We, uh, right? Yeah, we I'd have. say so. I mean, yeah. we've done everything we wanted whenever because, we want. Because you know all the all the spendings that we did, right? We thought, well, this this is cheap, you know, whatever, and. and Adds up. I mean, yeah, we spent a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, we did. That's what friends are for. We encourage one another to waste money. Yeah, throw it down the drain. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you'll pull out money out of your wallet, and I'll say, yeah. "Hey, man, I got the lighter." Sometimes I pull money out of my mm-hmm. wallet, and you say, "Hey, I got the lighter." Yeah, and we just burn it. We just yeah. burn it. <laughs> By the way, we uh we bought bikes, right? Um, we did. Yeah, some of you may know. Uh, we decided to give them away to uh our friends in Thailand. Uh, there are uh, Muay Thai coaches at the gym that I go. Uh, they're so happy. I was I was really happy to see that. You know the smile on their face. Dude, and, I bet man. Yeah, very happy. It gave me a really genuine hug. You know, thank you. Yeah. So I thought I felt very a very um I feel great about it. That yeah, I mean thirty five thousand baht, whatever. It's not a small amount of money. But I see that this could be a lot bigger that bigger to them than you know thirty five thousand baht to me. You know, yeah. So I feel really great about it. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the mm-hmm. other thing we're talking about though? Like mm-hmm. with friendship, developed friendship with these people and mm-hmm. a relationship, you can give something. It doesn't have yeah. to be transactional. Exactly. That's, right. That's what we're talking about. Like we don't. We're not doing this because we're something, you know, something in return yeah. from them. You know, yeah, really. and what a, yeah. what a, I mean, I hate saying the word blessing, but what, a, I mean, really, what a gift yeah. it is to be able to give a gift with the, without the expectation of mm-hmm. being able to repay it. You know what I mean? I feel like we've really not even come close to touching all the facets of what a friendship, a good friendship can offer. Mm-hmm. But even in this situation, say it's somebody who's not even, you're super tight with. Yeah, you can kind of build that bond by doing something like that. And say, "Hey, man, I think you're valuable, regardless of your situation, position yeah. in life. I just want to give you something." 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a great way to start a friendship. And sometimes the only thing you can give somebody is, you know, maybe encouragement. Like, hey, you see somebody? Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, you're killing it. I see you here every day. Yeah. You know, if you're at the gym or something like that or you're at work and you see somebody busting their ass, mm-hmm. you know, you can see that, like, genu- genuine authenticity and that interpretation of them. And that could be a great to start a start to a great friendship mm-hmm. if you're willing to engage and open up and come at these people. But if you're always coming into these interactions with people, no matter yeah. where you are with the expectation of this kind of capitalistic transactional thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily capitalism, but this transactional mentality, you might never even be able to arrive at friendship because yeah. it's always an exchange. Mm-hmm. Well, what can they teach me? What can I get from them? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but if you're only looking for that, you're missing your friend entirely. Yeah, you're trying to make them only operate from a specific point of view where they can give you something, where you can take something from mm-hmm. them. And yeah, I'm not saying that these relationships are necessarily a bad thing inherently. I would say that they are further removed from the truth of friendship, mm-hmm. which is way better than this transactional, negotiable, yeah, negotiable, negotiation. Yeah type transactional relationship um and it's hard i think it's hard for a lot of people to make friends not for lack of wanting but i do think there's a lot of lack of trying Mm. you know maybe you don't have the social skills developed how to engage with people maybe you're not naturally empathetic maybe you have to develop that more yeah but the only way to get these skill sets and see what you're lacking is to go talk to people right how else will you know what you don't have because also what you don't have may not come into any type of impact in a relationship you're developing. Maybe they don't need the thing you lack, you know? There's all these other aspects of building friendships that we just, we just don't take the time to Mm -hmm. be maybe for lack of a better term, appreciative of. Yeah. At least that's the sensations I ran into with it. And it can be hard. There's also going to be people you meet that you just don't like. You just yeah. don't get along with, you know, you don't, you don't see the eye. eye. You don't yeah. vibe for whatever reason. They rub you the wrong way. Yeah. It could be the wrong day, be the wrong situation. Yeah. But I mean, it's good to take note of those things. Mm-hmm. But like you say, you always give people second chances, you know? Yeah. Always, always, maybe not always hundred percent, but, um, that is my mindset. At least, you know, I give them a second chance anybody in any situation you know because we all know that uh one behavior or um one set of words from you do not really necessarily represent you you mm-hmm. know um and then whatever that thing could be circumstantial so i usually give them a second chance you know as they fly on your face see this is what friends do to each other you, I tell you, really, my friend, that you there is kill a that fly <laughs> by slapping you so hard. <laughs> Lean in real quick. This wow, fly has been like... bothering me. That that's the same fly, actually. But yeah, I hate flies. I'm gonna burn this place. So I I um. What was I gonna say? Um, You're gonna I'm, tell. I'm, I'm really hungry, dude. I'm really hungry right now. Well, that's because you've been training nonstop. Um, yeah. I mean, today I went to, you know, uh, I went to the gym. 
it was more of a rehearsal and you know discuss tactics and things like that uh so like i didn't really train so i don't really need foods at this moment but i feel very very hungry for some reason yeah i mean we didn't have we ate a lot yesterday you didn't eat that much last night though i mean we did dude that breaded huge fish yeah that was it right nothing else when we came back and no two cookies Two cookies. That's right. I forgot about the cookies. And then uh, nuts. Uh, cash- I'm sorry, cashews. <laughs> <laughs> I love nuts. <laughs> what a great friendship. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I ate a lot. I thought I ate a lot. If there was just regular fish, then, yeah, I don't think there was a lot. But I mean, the fish serving size was definitely... I mean, it was a whole. And the sauce, fish. dude. That sauce is like uh, close to sweet and sour. Yeah, so sugary a little bit. A little know. sugary. It was yeah. almost like a salsa, though. So I think. Yeah, that was good, though. I mean, I liked it. Was it. Very good. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I'm very excited for tonight's mm-hmm. dish. I mean, to my taste, uh, I just don't like breaded fish, man. I don't like fried fish. You know, I just like grilled fish. Uh, it's definitely fish. preferred. Definitely preferred. Um. I mean, I, I like Asian-style grilled fish, which is uh, salted, salted fish. Which is kind of strange to, I guess, Westerners or... Um, you think so? Or Yeah. You just salt, you just yeah. add salts when you cook it, right? That's how you do it, yeah. like in the, in the Western dish. Uh, but Asian, like Japanese too, like is the fish, not all fish um, foods are like that, but uh, they're salted. Mm-hmm. salted fish so you yeah. don't really have to season it as you cook it yeah but i, I mean, like that better i guess you're i guess you're right you don't see it very often right how I many people actually serve mm-hmm. full fish because that's what we we're talking about right like a legit yeah. full fish yeah, yeah. And you just pick it away at the bones mm-hmm. yeah i guess it isn't a very american thing right you don't find yeah. it very often i don't know why i just don't know why because european uh foods too like there are some um you know Fish dishes that are um, that serve entire fish, right? Mm-hmm. The whole fish. But I think the American uh, dish really doesn't have that kind of. It's probably because we don't have. I mean, typically most of the restaurants serving fish mm-hmm. flash frozen or something, right? So yeah. you don't have like True. fresh fish. When you have it fresh from the market, it's easy, I think, to just go throw it on the yeah. grill and do that, and it and retains I, its. I don't fucking know why because. I mean, you, you go through the same process anyway. You you catch fish and then um, skin it, I guess, and then, you know, just fillet, pack them. But why? <laughs> to me, um, I, I like the skin. You know? Skin's got some... Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they fucking get rid of that shit. Mineral. It tastes good, too. I mean... Yeah! I think it's one of the best parts, especially then, if they cook it right. Yeah, and then it's, uh, you know, healthy oil in it, mm-hmm. you know? I just don't know why they get rid of everything. I'm just fucking that's, just trash. That's an excellent question. I couldn't couldn't answer you. Maybe they just skin it and then sell the skin for. That's probably what it is, man. The skin's probably sold separately as something else. Maybe, yeah. You know, more money. Cut that fish up, baby. Yeah, I remember one time. Um, but this is not in, in, entirely irrelevant, I guess, because I made a friend. Um, he he was at the time working for Terra. This mm. little company and um 
um, he he likes he likes fishing and one time he came back he went down to Galveston mm-hmm. or or right before Galveston and then he caught a fish and he um, you know put it in a um, um, how do you call it like a um, ice ice container mm-hmm. and then brought it back to me uh, as a gift it was a big fish like this big wow and um, Pre- I wanted but did to he s- cut it or is it the whole fish the whole fish wow whole okay. fish yeah dead remember what it looked like was it a rainbow trout I or he did it, it off the a, Galveston be the coast so I think it was like a black something okay I forgot the name of it anyway um, it was a big fish I wanted to sashimi because that's how I like it. Uh, and <laughs> because that was my first time actually sashimi and fish. And then I just destroyed it. Mm. And then at the end, uh, what I'm left with was like 10% of the fish. Oh, wow. So I basically just trashed it because I couldn't really sashimi it properly. Why? Well, so because the knife or the technique or a bit of both? Uh, Probably mainly both. the knife, right? A bit of both. I just didn't... I, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I saw a video, but it's really hard, actually. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I believe it. It's fucking muscle you're cutting through. Yeah. It's a technique to it, I'm sure. Yeah. So were you, what? tell me more about this friendship. Why have I never heard of him? What's his name? You know him. Uh, the old guy. Old guy, yeah. The guy that's always touching me. <laughs> I'm familiar with him. <laughs> He's holy a nice shit. guy. Holy shit! Let's talk about that because okay, this is really relevant. Now you say that uh, it's very different in Korea and I should say just East Asia at least. You know, and then every time I talk about Asia, you guys have noticed that I specifically talk about East Asia uh, with a lot more confidence because mm-hmm. East Asia is very similar. Mm. You know, in that. China, Japan, Korea, they have very similar culture because of that um, uh, language, mm. you know? I mean, we, we use Chinese letters, both of them, mm-hmm. you know, Japan and Korea. And then the heavy influence of, uh, influence of Confucianism, right? Confucius yeah. values still in Japan and Korea. So we share a lot of values, you know? That's why I, when I speak... Um, about certain cultural elements about Korea or Japan and China, I can speak about it with more confidence. Like Thailand, yeah, there are a lot of similarities because unlike other countries in this area, um, also there are a lot of Chinese descendants. So Mm. I think that's why. But still they're different from East Asia, right? Mm -hmm. So I understand some of the culture, cultural elements here, but not like entirely Mm. as I do of China and Japan. Yeah, sure. But anyway, sure. the point is, in Korea and East Asia, um, maybe this one, I, I shouldn't speak about China and Japan because I, I'm not 100% sure. But in Korea, at least, it's okay uh, for friends, like male friends I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's okay for them to hold hands sometimes, yeah. you know, like when you're dr- when you're drunk, you know, uh, you know, like yeah, yeah. having a good time, you hold hands and or you hug each other, mm-hmm. you know, like that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're gay. 
Yeah. 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 But in America, if you do that, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah. Usually, right? The common, I'd say the majority would find that like. Oh, yeah. You know, majority close to homosexuality. Yeah. Which exactly. I totally don't agree with at all. But, but that is the president's for yeah. sure. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, it's not like, don't get me wrong. When I say this, you, you, you shouldn't really misunderstand this uh, as like. We are very touching. We're not touchy at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Korean guys are the same as just American guys. We're not touch at all. But when we're drunk, mm-hmm. you know, we are, we're more touchy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I love like you, man. More friendly. Man, yeah. you know, like, hold yeah. hands, you know. Yeah. Things like that. It's yeah. very normal. You're not gay. Nobody sees you as gay, you know. Uh, but in America, yeah, you're a little bit different. Yeah, so I mean. I just it, wanted to point that out. It's funny because it depends on, like, your friendship with somebody, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've leaned up like against my, you know, my friends, like mm-hmm. couch super close, like no. fucking fall asleep on them. Or, you know, I've had friends fall asleep no. on me or, you know, kiss a friend on the cheek or something. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like, yeah, exactly. I don't think anything strange of it. Yeah. And it's actually kind of nice in the U.S. because mm-hmm. there is that kind of expectation about yeah. what the friendship looks like. So when you do push those boundaries yeah. with people, like especially guys, yeah. um, like good guy friends, I think they're don't get that affection enough unless yeah. they have a girlfriend yeah. that it really does feel like warm and heartfelt. Like when a guy like loves yeah. you and like, Hey man, I love you. Hugs you. You're like, yeah. it's so different than when a, you know, a of woman course, does it. Of you know, you're like, yeah. Oh shit, this dude really loves me. And it's a nice feeling. Yeah. And it is kind of sad that, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's yeah. homophobia or all this other stuff. <laughs> it's fucking crazy that you, yeah. know, you can't touch your, your friend. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even something as simple as like you know, so grab strange. them, shake yeah. them a little bit. Because like, we hey. are um, inherently that kind of animal. We we like, we feel comfortable. We we, you know, we get comfort from touching, mm-hmm. you know, by touching others, the touching, you know, not just everybody, but you know, people who are close to you, right? Then you remember that um, experiment that I uh, told you about a long time ago. I saw this experiment. You know, this was done like 20 year, years ago, something like that. And the experiment, what happens is that um, there's a uh, baby monkey in two different settings. And uh, there's an element of threat, um, mm-hmm. usually like, you know, clown looking doll or something like that, that, you know, frightened mm. uh, this baby monkey. And two different situations. In one one setting, there's a furry um, doll in the other same doll, but not furry at all. Like mm. it's uh, made of metal or something okay. like that. So as soon as that threat is introduced, this monkey uh, in 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 the setting of uh, the furry animal, the monkey grabs him, like hugs him right right away. Oh. But in the metal doll, it's the same doll, but it's not furry. Monkey doesn't. Hug that uh, uh, a doll at all? Wow! Because the furry, the fur, you know, makes it. I guess it makes the monkey a little more. You know, gives him comfort. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So we prefer that as an as an animal. It's interesting you say that because yeah. you know when I'm hearing you say that I think of you can do that emotionally, right? You can be yeah, the kind of person exactly. where yeah, yeah. you know you're somebody. People can talk to, people mm-hmm. can rely on, lay mm-hmm. into. Like there's comfort and trust, yeah. so they can actually be that way with you. Mm-hmm. You can have your, you can have a relationship like that with somebody, yeah. 
But if you're the metal guy, you know what I mean? If you're the tin man, yes. you know, you don't show emotion, exactly. you're always stoic, mm-hmm. you're like a hard ass, mm-hmm. you know, very black and white rigid views. Yeah. Hey man, people aren't going to want to hug you. Yeah. Even in situations where, yeah, they might have gotten something from it because mm-hmm. you're not the type of person setting yourself up to be yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's weird because I don't know why, but we've called that strength in the U.S., you know, this unfilling, unmoving, unwavering person. Yeah. Like, that's not even a human being. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking. That's not a human being. Let's be real here. <laughs> you might as well just be the fucking bastard, yeah. bro. You're not unchanging. Who cares? Um, but we've praised that. We've given a lot of high value to it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of men. I mean, I adopted to it. I know you have too. Mm-hmm. Like the stoic kind of tendencies that ultimately served me well in some areas, some areas, but have hurt me mm-hmm. grievously in others. You know, just fucking push it away. Like, oh, yeah. bad things happen. It's pain. Whatever. Disregard it. It's been one of the most damaging mindsets yeah. I've ever had because I applied it to everything. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we grew up with that um, wrong values about man. You know, what what makes man. And like Confucius value too. Like they tell you not to show emotion, not to cry, you know, man don't cry and things like that. In a way, I, I, I don't want to use the word toxic, but it really, you know, mislead. It can, it can really mislead people, you know, yeah. in a wrong way. Yeah. So I, I think that's something that we should, you know, reevaluate and then, you know, get rid of eventually. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you can just... It, the problem, I think, with the ideology is that mm-hmm. it serves to maintain a physical state, mm-hmm. like your physical life. Yeah. Very effective to maintain a physical life, but kills you emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. yeah. Like, it totally disregards, arguably, mm-hmm. some of the most important things that actually constitute living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personal relationships, like empathy, all these other mm-hmm. things. You have to totally kill and disregard in order to just survive Mm -hmm. in this physical world and yeah man i mean this is the the downside of living in a culture Mm -hmm. and a society that puts a heavy value on empirical data yeah you know on verifiable like reputable you know Mm -hmm. the math and sciences they have their function they've helped us and served us amazingly but they can't solve every problem in the human dilemma yeah. You know, the things we face every day. So you have to be inclusive of some of these other things that maybe kind of butt heads with the sciences, you mm-hmm. know. Maybe you've got to have a better relationship with your idea and co- these concepts like spirituality, things we can't explain with math and science. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're immediately dismissive and want to be hand-waving and not even look at them or not even consider them as possibilities yeah you're potentially robbing yourself of a lot yeah you know like it's kind of hard to see i feel like like we talk about i keep saying like 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 we've discussed a lot in the last few months but i feel entirely different today than i did a year ago Mm -hmm. and that's all because of the ideologies i was holding yeah you know it's weird to see this reality being reconstructed in a way how I want to construct it mm-hmm. and also give way to the way it just seems to be. Yeah. You know? And be able to accept things. I think accepting that being that ten man in that example is mm-hmm. not it's not being a man. That's being a 
an ideal yeah. that actually doesn't have a very high value. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, essentially, that's not the true representation of yourself, right? Yeah. So and you wouldn't want it to be, right? Yeah. I mean, now you, once you find out the other parts of you, you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. I don't want to only represent that small sliver yeah. of me. Yeah. I mean, eventually in life, without considering friendships or any other relationships, you know, eventually your goal, one of the goals of your life is to, you know, fully manifest yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what friendship can do for that is that, you know, we're we're eventually social animals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you, of course you can live alone. You know, I'm not saying that's impossible. But the way for us to evaluate and um, judge our values and our, our ideas and thoughts is to, you know, act with someone else on them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just can't... You, if you leave alone, for example, like I'm just exaggerating the situation, leaving leaving alone while you're um, obtaining a lot of knowledge and wisdom, those are meaningless because, in a way, because you're not interacting with anybody. Yeah. Like in essence, all those things are equivalent to non-existent. You know. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're not really putting that out. To someone who can give comment on it, you know, yeah. and then that's what friends can do. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're interacting with your friends in a way that you are, you know, showing your values, you know, genuinely, and then that person that your friend can interact with your values, mm-hmm. and and that's that's what's what's going on between friends, yeah. right? I mean, I think one of the coolest things too is like as a friend mm-hmm. when you're showing so many of those things mm-hmm. you're basically letting them try on yeah. maintaining that value what would it look like to be a hard-working person you know mm-hmm. if it's somebody like us yeah. a friend because we're hard-working in the physical routine things like that they can put on oh shit you know maybe i like that maybe i'll adapt that mm-hmm. i mean me personally i've i've adapted so many things from mm-hmm. my friends because yeah. i'm like yo i fucking love the way he represents that mm-hmm. you know i want to be more like that yeah and like picked up things from them. Yeah, of course. That, you know, in my opinion, I've tried to pick up the best things, mm-hmm. best values my friends have and adopt them to myself. Mm-hmm. And it's made me such a more well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. And I think a better person because ugh, fucking frankly, life is too too complex to just use the tools you were given at birth. Yeah, You have to learn. And learning from friends is to me the most enjoyable way to learn yeah the coolest because you're like fuck i get it and i get to see it represented in front of me Mm -hmm. like it's so attractive to have a friend that has a quality that you want or that you're working on yeah you know it's just like wow okay yeah this is this is great this is worthy Mm -hmm. and you pull out things of each other i think you know like how many times have we had exercise or if we're together yeah about hey fucking try harder oh go you know you pull that out of each other mm-hmm. and you do that more than just the physical round we do that more than when we're working out yeah we challenge each other conceptually right mm-hmm. challenge each other with like just our day-to-day living and that's yeah if you if you live alone completely like no friends no social circle mm-hmm. 
then you're potentially robbing yourself of a much better reality. Yeah. Or you're potentially just letting your ego grow to think you're always right. Yeah, that's I mean, scary. that's the only thing that's that can scary. grow out of it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're alone. Yeah. That's kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be done in a healthy way. I'm sure it can be done. But again, um, like you wouldn't have any other way to really judge your values, you know? It's all self. It's all self, you know? You're not... That's a sad life. Yeah. You know? I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I think yeah. most people, you know, we're kind of speaking of what we would say in this mm-hmm. situation, I think would be characterized as delusion, right? It's yeah. easy to become delusional. Unfortunately, most people are, I think, delusional in regards to self-worth. Mm-hmm. They think so little of themselves and see so little of their value. Um, and being, just being around the right per- people like yeah. that's something you have to tackle on your own entirely for sure to eventually believe it. Mm-hmm. But when you get around other people and you see like, Oh, people like me, like I've got things that other people enjoy, you know, it kind of at least gives you a moment mm-hmm. to appreciate, Oh shit, maybe, maybe I am worth more than I thought, yeah. you know, it at least raises the question. Like yeah. why would they value me if I don't value me? Mm-hmm. And then from there you can deal with that mm-hmm. and, you know, grow. And of course it's this fluctuation thing. For some people, it's a one single off circumstance. For other people, it's a lifetime of mm-hmm. going back and forth like, oh, am I that? Till eventually. Yeah. Eventually, you wake up, but then you just have a new set, different set of problems. Right. You know, you're always going to have problems your entire life. But I think you stop viewing them as problems and start mm-hmm. viewing them as challenges, you know, areas of growth, areas of opportunity. At least that's how I view it, you know, fucking my backup a few days ago. Okay, well, how can I grow from this? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a really amazing thing those situations offer to people. And I think you can get so many of them in good friendships, deep friendships. Yeah. And also, to have a deep friendship, like a true friendship with somebody, you both have to come to the table honest. It's yeah, impossible, of course, yeah. mm-hmm. impossible to have a true friendship with somebody mm-hmm. where it's one sided. That's not a true friendship. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? Like that's that's not that's something else. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, you can still be friends, but it's not like the deep the deep of level. Course, yeah. You know, you're not gonna die for that person. I would die for you. Like no no, no doubt. Easy. Don't yeah. have to act, don't even think about it. And I know you would do the same for me. Mm-hmm. That's because we know each other and we value yeah. each other. And you know, it's so it's so funny because I want more people to have what we have and what mm-hmm. I have with other friends. Yeah. Cause man, for me at least it's like yeah. This is like the goddamn paint. My friends are the paint yeah. to the picture, you know? Yeah. Without it, you just have a black and white picture. It can still be beautiful. It just yeah. it's way less vibrant. Yeah. So fucking I think friends are one of the best things in life. So go get some, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um I mean I th- we've talked about this so many times just between us, but you know, we uh kinda hit it off quickly and then became good friends quickly mm-hmm. right um even though we kind of started a workplace yeah right yeah i think i attributed to the fact that uh, we have some common things mm-hmm. um of our own struggles uh or <sighs> kind of devastated devastated part of you like we had 
we share those things. Yeah, I think yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Especially um, something that has to do with mother, mm-hmm. mother figure, right? Um, I think that's why kind of we, you know, understood each other on a on a deeper level because there was this fundamental um, issue related to mother uh, yeah. or lack of mother, you know, growing up. Yeah, I think that's why we could understand each other better and uh, on a deeper level. Yeah, I think so. Because I think, interestingly enough, for what you lack mm-hmm. as you're going through life, yeah. you try to compensate somehow, right? Yeah. Like you just yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. That's I think, a very natural reaction. Yeah, and know? I think yeah. you and I compensate it in very similar ways. I mean, we were always never happy with the answer mm-hmm. we've ever been given in life. You and I have never been satisfied with it. Yeah. Not to say we were unhappy people, but it was always like... Oh, trying new things exploring new things Mm -hmm. that applied to like the philosophical ideas yeah and then also the extreme we feel extremely responsible for our own lives yeah you know oh yeah almost i would say in some in some ways it's been detrimentally so unhealthily so Mm -hmm. where you feel like everything you get from life is your responsibility and having that pressure applied to yourself unhealthily so i think we both connected on that like obviously these are things we didn't have the language to discuss what we're discussing now like, yeah. there's no way we didn't have the relationship but being able to look back mm-hmm. it's so easy to see oh yeah fucking yeah that makes total sense you know mm-hmm. shared like tragedies and then also what we want out of life like the answer like when you mentioned i think it was back on episode eight where you went to the library and you found the book on yeah you know, the philo- philosophy or philosophy. epistemology, epistemology, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but philosophy, you know, the study of words basically mm-hmm. and meanings, concepts, things like that. And I, I, I had that too as a kid, you know, we both had the religious backgrounds, mm-hmm. yeah, and all these things that if you just looked at us in those work environments mm-hmm. as individuals, you would say there's no way those two have anything in common. Yeah. You know, so on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, though, I mean, because we were willing to be authentic in those environments in the sense of, you know, we want to kick ass and do Mm. the right thing at work. But that that enthusiasm and that authenticity, we're going to be that no matter what, if people liked us or not. And we we were unliked by people, certain Mm. people, you know what I mean? Because we were putting the pressure and highlighting like, yo, they don't do shit. Mm-hmm. We're solving it. Not like we went, hey, you know, we're crying, complaining to people. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got the job done and defended ourselves because it made other people look bad because we raised the bar. Yeah. Never looks good for the other people. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't willing to be authentic, at least in that regard, and honest with yourself and be who you were, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to see you. I, and you wouldn't have seen me if I wasn't that. Yeah. And we'd never had this friendship or relationship. Mm-hmm. See, the only person you rob by being inauthentic and not being your true self is fucking yourself. Yeah. Like, you rob yourself of so much. And that's hard, man. I mean, that's hard. Because even all the difficulties we've had then with our jobs, our lives, you know, things we all have, those problems look so insignificant now. Like, even the problems we currently are facing. Yeah. They're just... I don't even know if I'd call them problems. They're just things along the path now. I don't even think of it as like, well, this is a fucking problem. You know, mm-hmm. a headache is just 
All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we're crossing a mountain where you're expecting there not to be fucking elevation gain. And yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? Like, <laughs> really, you were expecting this to be yeah. simple? We're like going to yeah. hike the rest of our lives, you yeah. know, metaphorically speaking, of course. So, mm-hmm. but I think we both saw in each other the willingness, like, I'm not done until I'm done. Yeah. I say I'm done, then I'm done. Yeah. You know, that. Yeah. That ability to not quit, not accepting it. Yeah, that that has like uh, two faces, right? I mean, one could, I, I think it could be a very positive thing, but also it could be, you know, a very negative thing, you know? Like a negative thing in that, like that kind of characteristics, characteristic made us growing up uh, very hard on ourselves, you know? Um having very high standards for ourselves yeah. you know, no failure as a man you know things like that um but that's what made us who we are you know and we're changing i mean we're growing right dude yeah. and <laughs> at a I mean, rapid pace i feel like yeah i mean not necessarily become a better person but at least we've come to uh, a better understanding of ourselves you know yeah. and then being able to look back, okay, that's that's why it happened, and then that's what what I you know um, got from it, you know, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of any of uh, the events that took place to you know in our lives are are necessarily bad things, you know. Yeah, it just made us who we are today, and um, I like it. Yeah. I like it, you know. I think that's why. You know, uh, on my first mushroom trip, I, I cried a lot. Remember, mm-hmm. I could very uh, be empathetic um, for myself, but also at the time I, I saw a lot of struggles in my in my past. Mm-hmm. But also, that was the moment that I felt like now I can move on. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just put it behind. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing about when you finally reach a place where you can at least understand conceptually the things mm-hmm. that have happened to you, you just see it as experience, right? Mm-hmm. And you've learned from it. You can learn from it. You can change. It's like, just like you said, we're not better people. I mm-hmm. think just more capable. I understand now how to react mm-hmm. to situations, how not to react. It's not like, there's necessarily a, like it's weird there's not like a level of enlightenment even though there is yeah, yeah there's just is. like there's like a deeper understanding but it doesn't change like the base material we're playing with mm-hmm. you know i just know how to arrange the blocks in a more mm-hmm. effective way yeah you know instead of trying to have the blocks arranged in the way that i was told this is how you arrange it mm-hmm. you know for a small example wasn't something i struggled with but mm-hmm. You know, we're told, hey, if somebody insults you, you're supposed to feel angry, feel yeah. rage, feel mad. What? Why? Would, I don't know. They don't know me. Why would I feel that way now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or for me, like in romantic love, now it's like, would you used to get bummed out about that? Like, oh, you know, whatever the case is. Now I'm just like, if I'm bummed out, I'm not bummed out because of that person and not working out with them. I'm bummed out that 
Uh-huh. You know, that situation just didn't work out. You know, it's no fault of their own. They're on their own journey, their own experience. I'm on mine. Like, yeah, we didn't line up in an ideal way, but everything that's ever been great and valuable to me in life, uh-huh. like truly, has been, this is going to be a shock to people, but has been almost nothing I've ever worked for. The most valuable things in my life I've almost never worked for. Hmm. You know, outside of climbing. Yeah. But I can't tell you that I fucking chose to fall in love with climbing. Yeah. It unexpectedly happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no say in the matter. I just feel fucking driven to it. Like I have to. Mm-hmm. Just like every romantic relationship and love partner I've had is like, I felt called to it. It wasn't even anything I did. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not here to praise myself. It just so happened to be. Actually, mm-hmm. the things I've worked hardest for have been some of the most difficult, like, destroying things. Yeah. You know, working in an industry, maintaining a persona that's mm-hmm. totally not you because you just want to keep with the status quo. Like, you want to excel in that place. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about on episode eight, you know, we fit ourselves in these boxes to make us look good because yeah. we know, like, this is what it is to be kick-ass, you know, solve the problems. Like, no nonsense, yeah. fucking no friendships in those environments for the most part. Um, so fucking not worth it. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. And now I see that. Now I'm clearly like removed from it that the last thing I'd want to do is go back to it. And that's the great thing about having a friend is that they can be like, yo, hey, this what you're doing doesn't align with your values or who you say you want to be. So yeah. think about it a little more. You know, is that really what you want to do? Yeah. I think that uh, it can make all the difference in your life. Save you years. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think we're approaching the hour mark now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't really, you know, we don't have a limit. But um, I think this is about it. I mean, you're you're fucking dying from food. I'm so hungry. Uh, I just can't think. Yeah. I mean, we got a few more things we need to take care of before we leave Thailand anyway, today specifically. So, yeah. We got a lot of things to take care of. But, um, yeah, I guess um, okay. it's good to wrap up. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys back in the fucking USA. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>